Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. Today, I have my husband on, and we're going to share about how ending my binge eating changed my sex life, and we're going there. And I think this is such an important topic that not many people talk about. And when not many people are talking about it, you can feel crazy, you can feel isolated, and you can feel alone in this struggle. And that is never my goal because I remember just a few years ago struggling so badly with my relationship with food and hating my body and not wanting to be intimate. And I thought there was something wrong with me. And I never want anybody to feel that way. So go ahead and listen to this episode. And I hope this gives you some hope as to how you can feel on the other side of completely being binge free and no longer having your mind be so consumed about food thoughts and hating your body. And this is a really good episode. But before we dive in, just a quick reminder, you guys, of my five-day end nighttime eating challenge starting on October 4th. We are just a few days away. I am so excited. And over the next five days, I'm going to teach you specifically, of course, how to end your nighttime eating, but I'm going to actually share with you my unique process for setting yourself up during the day so that you can prevent those binge impulses late at night from happening. I'm going to teach you how to actually find satisfaction around food so you can experience that full pleasure without grazing for more food after you've just eaten. And I'm going to also map out a framework for you so that you can be able to enjoy all of your favorite foods late at night. It's not like you can't eat late at night, but you're going to be able to have full control around your favorite foods even in the evening. And I promise this, if you learn this, this is honestly going to be such a game changer for you for stopping the the binges and feeling so out of control with food and stopping the impulse, right? The intense impulse from arising, which causes you to feel out of control with food. And there's literally so much more, but definitely go ahead and register. You can click the link down below and register, see all the details, or you can go to sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash challenge to read through all the details, register, and reserve your spot. So once again, that is sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash challenge. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. We're doing a podcast episode and we're doing a live at the same time. I have my husband on here and today we're going to be chatting more specifically about how my intimate life has changed. 
um, since ending my binge eating. So I wanted to bring my husband on and he can share, I guess, his um, experience of when I was struggling. And I'm going to share my experience as well, too. So this is something that not many people talk about and something that's really important, of course, in a relationship. And when it comes to binge eating, let's be honest, like binge eating impacts every single area of your life. It impacts your relationships. It impacts your career, not being able to focus at work. Um, It impacts your mood, right? It impacts your ability to go out and be social. It literally impacts every single area. And something that not many people talk about is intimacy and your sex life. And I wanted to share my experience of how I specifically felt during those intimate moments when I was struggling with my relationship with food and struggling with binge eating and how it's really shifted and changed since I no longer binge anymore. And I've been binge free for the past two years. So I guess to start off, I mean, if you struggle with binge eating, you know that it's uncomfortable. You know that it sucks being bloated all the time. It sucks eating to the point where you're physically sick and it's shameful. It's embarrassing, right? Not only for yourself, but to be around other people. And one of the biggest things that happened to me after I would, you know, binge eat and eat until I was physically sick was I would want to hide my body. The last thing I would want somebody to do is touch me, let alone just look at me, right? And I felt really insecure in my body and not only just in those intimate moments, but just in general, right? In clothes, going out with friends, I just felt really uncomfortable in my own skin. And when it came to those intimate moments, I didn't want to be seen without clothes on. I felt really insecure in my body. And, you know, you feel bloated all the time. And that, you know, to me is something that nobody should have to experience in a time where you are having that connection with your partner and you are spending that time with your partner because they love you for you, not what you look like, not what your body looks like. But I understand because I've been through it that that can really just consume so many thoughts in your mind. I remember not even wanting to get changed in front of him and going to the bathroom and getting changed and not wanting to him to look at me when we're being intimate. And, you know, like I said, not wanting to be touched. And that that's such a huge aspect to being intimate. We're kind of just joking before this. And I'm saying like, it's not like I'm going to be like, yeah, just close your eyes and just don't look at me while we're being intimate. Like, it's not something that you can just you know, so easily, easily do. So that was kind of my experience. And half the time I didn't want to be intimate because like I said, I I felt so shameful about what I did, but also how this was going to be impacting, you know, our relationship. And there were so many times where I would plan my binges around when we were going to be intimate. Like if I knew at the time we were just dating, we were just a few years into our relationship and 
we weren't living together. And there were so many times where I knew he would be coming over. I would be going over his, his place and I'd be like, all right, you know, I can't binge now. Like there's no way because I don't want to feel bloated when I go see him. But the problem is, is when you feel that impulse to binge, it's not like you can really control that. It's not like you can really say, okay, don't do it tonight. When you feel that impulse, it feels like you have to give in. And then there's that shame and that guilt that comes with it. Cause not only are you dealing with the fact that you just consume so many calories is the fact that now you're not going to be able to like fully enjoy that moment with your partner, because all you're thinking about is food and your body and how disgusting and how gross you feel. So I guess, Andrew, if you want to just share, like, I know when it comes to our relationship a few years ago, when all this was going down, he didn't know anything about this, right? He didn't know at the time that I was struggling with binge eating. He had no idea that I felt uncomfortable in my own skin. These are things that I didn't open up about. These aren't things that I'm just going to, you know, openly share about right off the bat. So he didn't really have um, an understanding of kind of what I was going through, but I don't know if you want to share anything specifically. Yeah. I mean, I I think the thing is as a partner, like Lorna said is, is like your, your partner, the experience that I had was really different from the experience of Lorna's in that, like, nothing, nothing really changed in terms of like a physical standpoint. Like I'm, I'm always going to love Lorna because I love her and, and I don't care, you know, what her body looks like or, or what specific things that she does or what the things that she, she wears in, into bed. Like I'm, I'm still going to love her and I'm still going to be intimate with her. Um, a big thing that we, that we've always talked about is making sure like as a partner, I want to make sure that she enjoys it too. And when she doesn't enjoy it, I feel that. And then I don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And that's a really big part. And as much as people, you know, think that, that, having, you know, a healthy sexual relationship, it isn't a big deal. It is a big deal. It is because it, it really impacts your mood. It can impact awkwardness and uncomfortability, and it can really be a big dictator of like how long you guys actually end up staying in a relationship. Yeah. So for me, like there, you know, while I didn't know that she was binge eating, I mean, we, we had uh, conversations about her being bloated all the time. Um, she would cry occasionally because she felt bloated. And I just, I just wanted her to be happy. That's it. And I would always ask like, are you enjoying this? Does this feel good? And that's because as a partner, like I, I care and I, and I always want that. And had I known that, I mean, she was feeling that way in, in the moment, I would have done everything in my power to make sure that Mm -hmm. I can be able to help because I, there's no way in heck that I'd enjoy it knowing that she was feeling unconscious uh, or uncomfortable. She was unconscious. She was feeling uncomfortable. She was not <laughs> I was feeling just dead. Just dead. <laughs> she, you know, she was feeling uncomfortable, insecure, right? And uh, and even the thing with the lights. I mean, that was something that you know I had I had noticed really early, right? I mean, she didn't want to have sex with the lights on. That's that's a big one. So mm-hmm. I mean, that that indicates you know a, a lot of uncomfortability and. With that, it's you have to be comfortable with with each other to be intimate, to be able to share those things, and that is is a big part of of the relationship. I mean, it's not something 
that affected me directly, Mm -hmm. but it's something that's always in the back of my mind where it's like, I want to make sure that my time with her, whether it's through intimacy or even through a regular part of the relationship, that both of them are in a place where she feels happy, comfortable, and confident because that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think too, like there's that piece of like being able to like experience like that pleasure. Right. And for me, like there were so many times where, yeah, I didn't want to be intimate because I was bloated and felt all, you know, disgusting and stuff, but I found like food was pleasurable. Like, you know, like food gave me that pleasure and I didn't really realize the importance of like true pleasure. Like, I didn't think that was really, uh, important, I guess. And I, I feel like now that I've healed my relationship with food, I'm able to extract so much more pleasure in all different areas of my life, not only like my intimate life, but other areas of my life as well too. And I see the direct benefit of that because if you don't experience pleasure in beneficial ways through intimacy, you're going to just keep trying to find it in other ways, like self-sabotaging with food. And maybe right now, like food is your best friend. Food is your, your roommate. Food is your lover. Right. And maybe like, you're just experiencing a lot of false pleasure through food when you can really be experiencing that pleasure through intimacy and actually like being present in the moment, not being intimate and like thinking about how many calories you just ate and, you know, worrying about your body because none of that matters. None of that matters when you are in that, in that moment. And, um, I think, yeah, I think especially like as, as a partner, it's pretty obvious when someone is void of pleasure and when they're missing that in their life. And sometimes it, it is just that it's not that you're getting pleasure from other things. It's that you've given up on that. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just never, I'm just never, ever going to be in a relationship where I feel happy. I'm just mm-hmm. never going to be in a relationship where, where I feel fulfilled in all aspects. There's always going to be something that's missing and pe- you get used to being okay with that. Yeah. But as a partner, I would never want her to be just, eh, it's it, I'm, I'm here because, or, you know, I'm here because I feel that I have to, or I have nothing left because that's the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. That that's one of the worst relationships it's in. That's not a relationship. That's a shackle. Yeah. And that's why it's so important that she be happy. Because, I mean, if, if she wasn't happy like that, this would never work. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like it's 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 not that you know before like it was a bad sex life or anything like that, but it's just like, you can experience so much more pleasure and happiness and not, you know, not have these intrusive inner mean girl thoughts. And you realize like how worthy you are of a good relationship, how worthy you are of that pleasure of that satisfaction. Right. Um, so I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up, but I mean, you're probably wondering like, you know, how, how specifically things have changed, you know, since me being binge free. And honestly, it's just as simple as like feeling good in your own skin and 
not, not being so obsessive about what your body looks and actually looking forward to it and getting excited and actually being present, like actually being present and being in the moment. And I think that's like really like the biggest thing that change is just like the, the presence and like the excitement and obviously like the pleasure as well too, but like the, the bedtime bubbliness, that's what I call it. When she's like, ooh, ooh, that's what she does. And she, and she tinkles all over the place. She's like, and jumping up and down. I love it. It, it makes me smile. Yeah. So, you know, it, it obviously I've been super happy with, of course, my decision to end my, my binge eating and, and get support for that because you can tell it's not just making me happier, but you know, Andrew's happier and everybody else is impacted by it. When you're happier, when you are fulfilled, when you're experiencing that pleasure, when you're in a better mood, it radiates onto everybody, whether you have kids, whether you have a partner, this is inevitably going to impact their life. And if you have not yet been open with your partner in regards to your relationship, then definitely check out my podcast. I'm just checking out what the episode number was. Um, Andrew and I also did a podcast episode talking about just relationships in general. That is episode number 57. Um, And that is a really good episode just to be open with your partner about that. That is step one, because nothing can change unless your partner knows what's specifically going on. So make sure to check that out. Episode number 57, it's titled Binge Eating and Relationships with My Husband. And once you listen to that, then um, it's going to give you some tools to be able to have that open communication with your partner so he understands what is what is specifically going on in your in your mind. Although he might not understand, at least there is that that open communication. Mm-hmm. Cool. We done? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that is all you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. If you're live on Instagram, thank you so much for listening and watching. And I hope that you choose to conquer binge eating so that you can improve your life in, in more than one way. So thank you guys for listening. Bye. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. I hope this gave you so much hope and belief in what is truly possible on the other side of conquering your food and body struggles. But if you have not yet registered for my five-day challenge, this is the perfect opportunity to take that step forward in improving your relationship with food and stopping your binges, especially if you struggle with them late at night. So this is five days. It is completely free. We are starting on October 4th all the way until October 8th. So be sure to register. You can review all the details through the link in the show notes, or you can go to sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash challenge and reserve your spot. You do need to be registered in order to get access to the training. So again, sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash challenge. We are starting on October 4th. I am so, so, so excited and I'll see you in there.